Chatterbox, everybody. We're 10 seconds in and we're already laughing hysterically for apparently no reason. I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com. And with me, of course, is the very lovely, the very talented Liz Tapia, the dark angel from DarkBeautyMusic.com. And not sounding very dark right now, but more giggly than anything else. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a dark giggle. <laughs> it's, a, it's like moi. Uh, hello Suzanne and hello to our awesome listeners and friends out there thank you for tuning in and joining us today hello everyone out there in podcast land welcome to episode winging it (laughs) (laughs) I love that episode winging as if all the other ones weren't the same thing well we did spend at least 20 or 30 seconds planning most of the other ones well, you know, I mean, I think some of the best stuff comes out when you just wing it. And you can't fight for this kind of stuff. And that's what we do best. We wing it. <laughs> this is so true. Oh, my. So we are continuing on with the trend that we started a few podcasts ago. Ooh, Episode. I love that we have a trend. I know, right? Episode. <laughs> I forgot which one it was. And. <laughs> We are going I back to um, to give you a little bit of insight to our writing process and our material. So this is know. one of my most favorite things because just talking about the music and getting our fans and listeners more familiar with what we're trying to do and about the story and all the things that are happening in our world. This is going to be a fun episode. This will be a fun episode. And up first, we're going to jump into the DB side of things. Ooh. And we are, right? Because I have no I idea. Get to go I mean, first this time. <laughs> <laughs> you need a moment to regroup. Be- be- because, you know, it's kind of like when the waitress comes over to the table and you're like, yeah, get everybody else's order first. <gasps> we were actually going to go through some of, uh, some of the material that we have done. Um, and you're all familiar with the dark beauty side of things because obviously Liz has actually released an album. Brag, brag, brag. Ooh, I released an album. Anyway, uh, I'm working on my second one right now. So yeah, so we were going to do sort of a series and, uh, introduce our songs and the story, tell a little bit about the story. And so I forget which episode it was, but a few episodes ago, we started out talking about, uh, you know, what Dark Beauty is uh, did for the first album, which was uh, Fall From Grace. And for those of you who want to learn more about the music, what the story is about, check out some of the songs, everything can be found at darkbeautymusic.com and just click on the music tab. There there are two videos from the album and all of the tracks are there so you guys can, uh, you know, check out whatever selections you'd like to listen to. Uh, but today I thought it would be nice to continue on and start talking about the second track, which is Wrong Side of Heaven. And 
and this is when the angel has landed. The angel has landed into the primeval forest. I thought it was the eagle that landed. Well, you know, I mean, it is the eagle, but in Markum, it's the angel. You know, you got to make changes where you have to make changes. Huh. Yeah. You know, that's... So recycled plot line. That's what I'm hearing. (laughs) Exactly. So she basically wakes up on the wrong side of heaven, again, which is track two. And she is feeling the presence of all of the dark evil spirits and the demons that are surrounding her. So uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is, and we're going to play a couple of clips here and there so that you guys can hear um, what we're referring to. And this is the first song that I wrote the melody to and that Brian actually put the chords to. Um, And what I love about it is the way this starts with a cello line. It's I think this is the one that you were asking me about, Suzanne, right? Yes, because I love I love me a good cello. <laughs> I love me a good cello. I love me a good cello. Um, I think, um, personally, personally, um, cello and flute, I think, are probably the two most hauntingly beautiful instruments. Um, and I, I, I just, I love both of them. And I can't play either one. Well, I, I'd have to agree with you. I mean, the cello, there's something about a cello that just brings this darkness and it just creates this beautiful mood and it's just so dramatic. And, and that's how this particular song starts. And what I'd like to do is uh, I just want to play that little intro so that you guys can hear it. And then we will come back and discuss some of the rest of the song. That is, that is actually probably one of my, actually probably, okay, I'm going to grammar police myself right now. Are that you is, I think I have just Englished. Um, I'm definitely rubbing off on you. This is, this is true. Not sure if that's good or bad, but. Um, that is probably one of my favorite cello lines, um. In any song. And I love, love, like I said, I love cello. Um, But that is a very, it's, it's, it's so simple, yet so dark. It's, it just sets the mood perfectly for the rest of the song. Yeah, I I totally agree. I mean, I, it's very dark and very haunting. And this song is just interesting to us in so many ways, especially when we were putting it together. Um, Look, I'm always trying to get Brian also to finger pick, and he just, he beautifully finger picks in this piece, you know, in the beginning, and I hope you guys will go back and check out the entire track, um, and you'll hear Brian's finger picking style on here, which, you know, I have to force him to do that kind of stuff because uh, I just love it, <laughs> but we, all, we already know how much I love the finger picking style. Yes. Um, and I have to say that this is also one of the songs that uh, happens to be his favorite guitar solo. Uh, so that's another fun part that will come, of course, later on in the piece. But I think, you know, one of the cool things about when we wrote Wrong Side of Heaven is that this song 
changes tempo two or three times and as the intensity builds and I have to tell you Dan did an amazing job he just smoothly takes us through all of the transitions and you'll hear it you know it just keeps arcing and keeps building and it just gets more and more interesting to listen to and uh and also here's something that you know we probably haven't mentioned before but this song was also inspired by porcupine tree in the way that it builds and this was also one of brian's ideas um you know and um musically what he's so good at arranging and what he was trying to you know get across when we were working on it in the studio and i think we've definitely accomplished you know, the transitions and the timing. And I think that's what makes it really interesting. And shout outs to Rebecca Callahan, who loves and shares this song all the time. I know this is Rebecca's favorite. And I want to thank you so much for always sharing our video and the song. And, you know, I'm happy to say that it's getting a lot of comments and a lot of people really seem to be attached to this piece. So let's play a little bit more so that we can share a tiny bit more of the song, um, maybe catch it in the middle somewhere. We will be right back. I mean, I don't want to seem like an egotistical guitarist or anything, but I could have done better. <laughs> I can't wait for Brian to hear this episode. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it, Brian. You're going to have to comment now. <laughs> it's all it's all in love. Um, battle against the guitarist. I it's going to it. be the guitarist battle. Um, how true. How true. How many guitarists I mean, does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> <laughs> or to play in a dark beauty song and that could be very many so you'll fit right in <laughs> exactly exactly listen, I, I hope i hope you guys are enjoying this piece and again uh please visit the website and check out the track you can also catch us on spotify and listen to it and there's also a video you can see it with a video and that's the next thing that i want to talk about is the fact that one of the most fun things about this song is how we shot this video and suzanne <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, okay. So you've got a picture, two crazy women. Hey, actually I did not have red hair back then. No, I was, was going to say crazy redhead, but I was not actually a crazy redhead back then. I was a crazy brunette. Um, but I digress. You've got a picture of us running around the snow in heels during the middle of a, you know, nor'easter snowstorm. Oh my goodness. In New Jersey somewhere, trying to find ruined old buildings that we could crawl around without getting in too much trouble. Uh, <laughs> Brian drove the getaway car. <laughs> it was so much fun. And I, wait, I have to mention to everyone, one of the most fun locations that we've shot this at is... We were at the Rockland Psychiatric Center, which is an old abandoned mental hospital. <laughs> and this is where Suzanne, How Brian, fitting. and myself were driving. How, How fitting. fitting indeed. How so when fitting. you say crazy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was, it was so much fun. And there I am running. You'll see me running in the video. 
in in high heel boots, which was just too funny. But look, we shot this on a super low budget, and Suzanne my shot iPhone. this entire video. <laughs> that was the budget. My, my iPhone was the budget. That was the- that was it. And listen, and we didn't even have any wine with us. Okay, no, there was no wine. There was iPhone and snow. Oh, but it was really funny because, I mean, we were trying to, you know, I mean, it was it was probably the coldest, the snowiest day, as, of course, you will see when you check out the video. But boy, did we, and you, look, the video looks very serious, but boy, did we have fun. Oh, we you laughed. Have, and we oh, had so we much had so much fun. Brian drove the getaway car. I did all of the filming. Well, actually, videoing. It wasn't filmed, clearly, since it was an iPhone. Um <laughs> And Liz did all of the running around in high heels. So, oh, so funny. <laughs> running around, you know, looking behind my shoulder, making sure that no one's thinking that we're trying to break in or something. I mean, it was just great. And and there wasn't, of course, a soul anywhere to be found. So it made it even more creepy. Mm-hmm. But and we, we got found, some great uh, shots. We did find some great shots. We found a couple of uh, really cool underground tunnels. Um, not at the asylum, but at a you know, another location that we had gone to. A nearby park. A, near, a nearby, <laughs> a nearby park. Because, you know, we always want to put recreational parks next to asylums. Yeah. <laughs> Have I mentioned New Jersey is the only state in the union with its own devil lately? Because... Oh, you did. That's so funny. Because it's true. Because <laughs> it's true. So um, that was a ton of fun. And there's actually a little... I want to say almost like a guard guard shack outside of Liz and Brian's apartment. But because of the age of the apartment building, it was so appropriate. So we were actually sneaking some footage right in their front yard as well, which was kind of fun. I can only imagine what the neighbors must have been thinking of what we were doing while they were watching me go slide back and forth on that window i know right (gasps) i hope you guys will check it out it really is uh, a really cool video and considering we had we have no budget at all we did the best that we could and i you know i i think it came out pretty good Mm -hmm. i would say it did yeah suzanne did an excellent job in filming it and Brian did an excellent job in, again, helping to produce, drive us around and look for locations. I mean, he was doing a bunch of stuff to help us out there. And, uh, and I buying lunch. He did it. a great job of buying lunch. <laughs> he did a great job in buying lunch. So yes. thank you for that. Yes, absolutely. And, well, we were, we were a very small crew. So, you know. We were an extremely small crew. And a very <laughs> cold one. A very that. cold that was I mean I froze my feet off oh my goodness it was so cold I think we all did because there were there we had to be running around in six inches of snow had to be it was crazy it was crazy it was the I mean some of these scenes are amazing how they came out too mm-hmm. and uh, I'm happy to say that so far we've gotten well over a thousand views and some incredible comments. And I invite you guys to please go to our YouTube or go to the Dark Beauty uh, music page. That's the best way to find it. Uh, I, have, I have it posted everywhere. but uh, DarkBeautyMusic.com. <laughs> Dark, that's right. DarkBeautyMusic.com. Click on the music tab and you will see the video there. And I would love for you guys to leave us a comment. Share, 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 share. So thank you for 
uh, checking out track two, Wrong Side of Heaven. And on the next episode or one of the future episodes, we will get to the third song. Episode, we haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) And now for a brief pause while we hear a word from our sponsors. Howdy, this is Farmer Jim. And that's Bessie. Bessie says hi. Do you need help understanding your cow? Well, Bessie here can teach you how to speak cow. Moo. Well, thanks, Bessie. I agree. Down here at Farmer Jim Bob's School of Animal Talk, you can learn to talk like a chicken, like an old hound dog, or like a bunny. They're very quiet. Come on down. Learn how to talk to your farm animals so you can request favors from them. Bye-bye. And now, back to our program. All right. So I guess this is the part where everybody else at the table has given the waiter the order and it's my turn. (laughs) That's right. It's your turn. Oh, my. All right, well, there's this album that I'm writing, and it's going to be awesome, so you guys should listen to it. The end. (laughs) Stop. It's (laughs) not the end. It's just the beginning, and we want to hear. Listen, we're going to play, you guys, the opening riff of this amazing track that she's going to be opening her album with. And Suzanne, tell them about it, because it's, it's really cool. Okay, so this is the opening track. Or this is the, actually the opening, uh, the opening, the the intro for the opening song of the album, and this is kind of cool because it started out as an in-your-face guitar riff. I, I don't know if you guys can picture that at all. Can Can you picture that? So it started out as this in-your, especially with your calloused hand. I know, right? Um, <laughs> fortunately, I wrote this riff before before the calluses. This is a PC song. Pre callus, <laughs> pre callus, <Okay>. pre M, pre Markum. <laughs> that means you wrote this before coming over my house, which is good. This is true. This is true. Um, so uh, I, it was actually an in-your-face guitar riff, but I wanted—I didn't want the whole song from start to finish was just in your face, and I thought, you know, this is a this is an album based on it's a it's a concept album based around a haunted house so it's like a uh scooby-doo it's like heavy metal scooby-doo i love that scooby-doo it's it's you know scooby-doo in a leather jacket with a spiked collar that's what this is (laughs) that's really cool so I, I mean, wanted... it sounds like so much fun, even though this album has a darkness to it. It, but, I it mean, does I love have a darkness to it, it, but it's, you know, it's, it's my nod. I, I grew up as a horror movie fan, so it's my little nod to the schlock horror films of all time. Now I'm taking the music and the writing very seriously, but there is that little, little twisted sense of humor that I happen to have, you know, um, but I wanted it. No. It's, it's true. I do. I do. <laughs> Oh, wait, here's what I want to know. Is Scooby-Doo going to be making an appearance somewhere on this album? <laughs> well, you know, I can't promise that Scooby will actually be on the album, but there might be a little Easter egg worth listening to that's already written and recorded. 
because I mean, <laughs> I did the Easter egg before I wrote any of the songs on the album. So I can't wait to hear this. But back to the opening lick of the song. Um, I wanted something more ethereal. If it's going to be a haunted house theme, it's got to be something ethereal that sets the mood that says there's going to be a ghost or, you know, in my case, several. Please go back and listen to episode H again. Um, But, you know, a lot of these ghost stories are kind of based on real life events things that I have actually experienced. So I wanted it more ethereal. I wanted something a little bit. So I brought out two of my favorite instruments, the bells and the cathedral oh, organ, yes, the, bells. the bells and the nice. organ. So that is what you're about to listen to. Oh, how exciting. Suzanne, that is an amazing opening riff. It's so beautifully done. It's so haunting and dark. And it's begging to tell the story. I cannot wait to hear more of this album. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. I I don't know. That that just kind of came out of nowhere. I was writing. I was writing heavy. And I decided, "Ah, it's too heavy. I don't know what I was thinking when I said it was too heavy but I was uh, you know say, that's <laughs> too heavy no um, not our Suzanne decree uh, from Suzanne decree.com decree.com <laughs> yes it's true you know even our phone calls start sounding like our podcast after a while it's, well, it's sad. Know, we, we can't help it it's we like can't. you start getting in a zone um so the next piece is actually going to be the fifth song on the album since it is a concept album and i've got this this concept written and and what i actually did to try and keep the concept cohesive is uh, some of you may know that i actually do write prose as well i write some novels and some plays and things like that so i actually wrote the story i took uh what i consider to be the essential plot points of any schlock horror movie and i wrote out each individual plot point all 19 of them so yes this is going to be a 19 song album uh (laughs) that's going to be quite a piece of work but it's going to be a lot of fun to work on that so from each plot point got maybe a page worth of song a page worth of story rather and what i did was i started pulling the the rough lyrics from the page that I had written about that plot point. So I've got an entire story. You know, the first, the first song is the first part of the story. You know, then as, as each plot point unfolds, there will be a song for that plot point. Um, so the fifth one, the one that, uh, the one that you're about to listen to is actually, um, where the little motorboat is packed with people and, heading across the bay to the mysterious island with the big haunted mansion. Ooh, I love it already. So um, I'm actually, I'm playing it. I'm playing it. Here it goes.
so the end of this song this killer guitar solo it's so wickedly dark i love it i actually there are a couple of things going on with this guitar solo um the first thing that's going on with this guitar solo is uh thanks to shout out shout out to my buddy klaus uh klaus lavin i actually gave me a new way to look at guitar scales and this solo is actually a result of this new way that that klaus had given me to uh to look at guitar scales and i was just kind of messing around with it and this this solo came out the other really interesting thing about the solo is it was never meant to go in this spot in the song (laughs) it it was well that's interesting i know right it was originally written for the bridge but then when I looked at the lyrics, I'm like, huh, I have lyrics that need to go over the bridge. Oh, that's not good. Um, so I tried extending the bridge. I tried the guitar solo with the bridge. I tried the guitar solo <laughs> without the bridge, <laughs> you know. Wow. Uh, I tried it a lot of different ways just to get the right, right, get and, it the right spot. And then I finally said, you know what? I've got this little outro section. Let's see what happens if I just slide this track over and play it over the outro. And I, I was like, wow, it sounds better over the outro than it ever sounded over the bridge. <laughs> but that's so cool because you can experiment in so many ways with your own music and come up with this incredible piece, you know, when you were thinking about it in a totally different way. Yes. And um, so that's where this guitar solo came from. So the two little pieces from two separate songs that I'm working on. Um, the album is going to be called House of Gregory. Uh, funny little story. I don't know how many of you guys knew this or if I even mentioned it on the podcast before. But my grandfather was, when he lived in Italy, Giovanni di Gregorio. He came to the United States in the 20s. And when he hit Ellis Island, so says the family lore, he was, he was told he needed a legal decree for something. And I, I little fuzzy on what that legal decree was. And uh, my grandfather who spoke broken English at best said, okay, my name's a decree. <laughs> and we've been decrees ever since. But Di Gregorio. I love this story. I love that. That's so funny to me um i'm decree <laughs> my name's a decree um, oh my gosh how cute is that so With that cute little we've, accent. we've we've been decrees ever since but di gregorio an, a nod to my italian ancestry is actually translated is of the house of gregory or the house of gregory or gregor depends on which kind of translation you you run into so that's where i got the title for the album and uh, we'll be calling the band Di Gregorio as well. Kind of keep it all in the family. Um, so that's, that's a great name. So that's the that's the little backstory there behind the the album title and all of that good stuff. And of course, since I run into uh, you know otherworldly visitors quite frequently, um, yeah, why not haunted house? <laughs> I, I love that this entire story the music the name it's so personalized to you already which is what makes it so interesting and it's going to make it a lot of fun to listen to and it's heavy metal (laughs) scooby-doo it's heavy metal scooby-doo that's all you need oh raggy (laughs) 
<laughs> Look, we said Suzanne does a lot of impersonations and none there of them you go. good. None of them good. <laughs> we are going to wrap this episode up. Hope you guys have enjoyed our silliness yet again. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. We really do love you guys but not in a weird or creepy way because that would be, well, weird <laughs> that would and be creepy. And creepy. <laughs> it would be. It would be. And we, of course, welcome you guys to please visit our websites. You can learn more about Suzanne at SuzanneDecree.com. She's got all of her projects up there. Check out the vibrant cords that she's got. Uh, it's at a great price. And... Also, again, we're looking for a singer for her awesome band. So please don't forget to share that information for us. That will really help us a lot. And I hope you guys will also visit darkbeautymusic.com. Check out our debut album, Fall From Grace. All of the tracks are up uh, under the music tab. So hope you'll give it a listen. Check out the video on Wrong Side of Heaven. And once again, we want to thank everyone for tuning in. And don't forget, facebook.com slash groups slash chatterbox rocks. Stop in and see us. Stop in and comment. Just like Joshua Lair and Rebecca Callahan, Robert Schindler, Rockin' Robin Lee, and Jane Morgan all did. They all stopped by and said hi. You guys should too. Thanks so much for your support. We really appreciate it. See you at the next episode. Bye. And maybe you guys can be a little more serious next time. Or not. Probably not. Chatterbox. Alright, what do you mean? Chatterbox. Box for chatter. Chatterbox.